Hi everyone, welcome to episode two of Late Inning Pressure Situations or Lips. Podcast brought to you by two Astro fan cousins. Did I say that right? I don't know. I, yeah, we haven't decided on the word, like yeah. the wording of it. Like, and maybe we should call our listeners lippers. No, I'm, I'm into that. <laughs> but you know, well, I think sometimes the Astros isn't there like a fighting term they give you a lipper. That's not yeah, a thing. Uh, no, give, give, that's up. like give me some lip or yeah. I think we need to right. only stick to baseball. We should not talk about other sports like boxing. <laughs> like, we should not do that. We shouldn't talk about other sports. Period. Ever. Yeah, baseball is it, especially in Houston, especially right now yeah, in Houston. Man, like this is rough enough. Right now. Yeah. Uh, I thought I went to work on Friday after all three <laughs> losses. It was like the most quiet year in the office. No one's talking. Yeah, it kind of kind of deflates you, but that brings us to um, welcome back, guys. But that brings us to our first subject, which is that the Astros have lost nine of ten games. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, Nana and I were talking about it when we were planning the podcast. Just how much has changed yeah. in just the short amount of time since our first episode, which is why it's convenient that Nana named this one the changeup. Yeah, because it's really throwing a curveball. You it, know, to this has what's been going such on. a curveball because we just we've always thought this is our winning team. This is, I mean, it's. A legacy, it's a dynasty. Yes, and... yes. And especially like the way it happened. You know, we had Hurricane Laura mm-hmm. for, you know, those of you who aren't in the South Texas Gulf Coast region, you know, that experience of is it, you know, when you live here, you just know the hurricane could change at any minute. That's actually what happened with Harvey. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like we're safe, but you just never know. So they, they give the double header to the Angels and then cancel one. And then, and then we end- the BLM game. Right, which was amazing. Yes. And totally, Respect. you know, I, we both teared up and it was yeah. just nice to see, especially, you know, down here in the South, there are obviously a lot of varied opinions on, on political matters. And not that Black Lives Matter is political, it shouldn't be, but there are a lot of yeah. opinions on it. Right. And to see the team so unified, and even Dusty talked about yeah. how it was the closest he'd seen the team, and then you see them have these two amazing games. Mm-hmm. And then another changeup comes. Yeah. Another curveball of the Oakland positive test, and then it just kind and of it all went kind of, That's when it went down, down to hill. Down yeah, the we, hill, yeah. So it took those two off the Rangers, which you would expect. Yep. And then, then we went to California, and we're still there, actually, playing the Dodgers, <laughs> losing right now. We need to get out of this fire-invested yeah, state. Yeah, this apocalyptic <laughs> state, which is so, because of how much we love California. We do not love California right now, so. Yeah, so we had some injuries. Blake Taylor went down. Devo Devo went up, came up, and then went back down. Devo was always down. <laughs> yeah. was... We have, Asi and I talk about how Devo Devo's himself. Yes. Like, there's no other way to say he it. Devo's he just... himself. <laughs> Cue to <laughs> from Arrested Development. <laughs> Just blew myself. <laughs> it's actually very perfect right now. We have to do a podcast on Arrested Development. That's our next, that's our other podcast. Yes, it is. <laughs> we ain't real old. Anyway, um, yeah. But we did get Peacock back, and he looks did. he looks good. Has some struggle with some velocity yeah. right now, yeah. but I would think at the very least his experience especially pitching in very tough important yeah. games you yeah. can talk to those guys I and mean, we've seen that veteran really change the clubhouse yeah. and we saw McCann Beltron which you know obviously had some changes that maybe we want to talk about you know <laughs> what he did in the clubhouse but you see that come in you see Altuve and Correa kind of becoming those guys yeah. and have been missing in the in the bullpen in the bull- for sure bullpen and now you have Peacock there to hopefully 
kind of tell Give these some guys, knowledge, yeah. yeah, you know, trust your defense, throw the strikes, yeah. you know, don't don't worry, don't try to make the perfect pitch right. every single time right on the corner, just throw throw yeah. what you what you can't. Throw strikes, do. throw strikes, or give it to your defense. No walks. Right. I saw um a statistic that I sent to Aussie um after the last A's game where um, we had 42 walks from the bullpen all of last year, over 162 games. And this year we had like 103. Yes. That is insane, is, the yes. difference in, the, in less games. It's crazy. I mean, especially when you think about how many games we've lost by a run or two, yeah. how many games we lost when we had the lead. We, we've basically let walks win games yeah. is what we're, we're giving and, and that's credit you know you want to give credit to the good team Oakland has a really solid ball club you know the Angels have an amazing lineup not so much the pitching I know we make fun of the Angels but their lineup is can be very deadly it really is you know Rendon and Trout and then Rendon and then and then and then right exactly it's just that middle I mean if you look at that series it was always the, the middle, middle of the lineup, lineup. Yeah. that just destroyed oh, us. Oh, Trout had us, like, what? He had, like, 12 or 13 at-bats in a row where he was on base. Yes, like, I think there was only, Jesus, what, sit one down, time boy. he didn't. <laughs> yeah, and that one time is because he didn't play that game. You know? <laughs> Even then you feel like he's still on base somehow. <laughs> it's just, like, that's well, how there's Trout. that guy is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, it was nice, though, to see Arkady come back. Yeah, so even amongst all the injuries, um, we did, yes, we had, what, your Kitty come back. Bregman. Bregman came back. And Peacock, like you mentioned. Yeah. Josh James, which when Rando. We, yeah, when we saw that, I texted Nana, and I said, I forgot that guy existed. <laughs> and then he pitched, and I was like, I really wish oh. he could still break it. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit. Okay. Although, I mean, like, we we went back and forth about Dusty's move with putting him in, in the game in that spot. And I get that. You know, we talked about how who else are you going to put in? What you like? He, I still feel like he had other options. He did, but... and that's the thing is Dusty always talks. You know, he said, "Oh, I couldn't put in Castellanos. I'm not going to put in Snead. You want to save um, Presley, which didn't work out anyways." But he never talks about keeping the pre- like Perez was fine. You keep Scrub yeah. in, you know, and I think that's what he had before. Yeah, and then keep perez in and then see what the lineup does or then you know you have yeah cannoli come in and only cannoli i just it feels like perez had proved himself in more clutch situations than josh james josh james is obviously not very good late inning pressure situation guy Mm -mm. just like sneed is not a good good one for that like but they all they all have their roles and i don't know James is, he, to me, he's missing something. He is. It's, um... He jamesed himself. He jamesed, he devoted, <laughs> he devoted <laughs> himself. It's just, yeah, and I, and then, yeah, and then Devo totally devoted himself yeah. when he immediately was injured again, and they, that, I mean, depending on his injury for the rest of the season, that could be the last time you really see him as yeah. an Astra, and I don't think yeah. anybody's complaining about that, but, yeah, I Except think... Except maybe with, him. Yeah, yeah, except just Devo. <laughs> yeah, well, not that that matters. We're, we're not asking him. He's not being interviewed right now. We did not invite him. Sorry, Devo. Yeah, <laughs> we loved you in 2017. Yeah, until the playoffs. Thanks um, for no. Thanks for picking up where Giles left off in the playoffs. That's true. In 2017. That's true. Yeah. Um, but with James, I just leaving Perez in. It's certainly not going to be worse than what James did. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Dusty's not thinking through sometimes. I get that you want to try to preserve. You don't want to throw a lot of pitches. There are still more games. It was a long series having to do the doubleheader. I get all that. But 
you were winning. Win, win what's in front of you. Right. And then worry about tomorrow, which yeah. we lost anyway. Yeah, so exactly. Try to le- try to at least win the one you're winning. And, right. And you already know that Josh James is going to give up a run. So let's see if, if Perez gives up a run or two runs, it's the same thing. Right. But he might not give up those runs. Josh James is for sure going to give up those yeah, runs. Yeah, for sure. You know? it, it, was, it was his first game back. Yes. Yes. It was a very peculiar... That was the first time I really started to side with Astro's Twitter, the majority of Astro's Twitter, about Dusty. Dusty. Yeah. And I, Dusty as a person is incredible. Dusty deserves to be in the Hall of Fame as a manager despite his playoff losses. I think just what he's done with so many, what, five different teams taking to the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. Of course, one of the few black managers. Mm-hmm. Um, managing Barry Bonds, you know, now you're managing Verlander and yeah. Altuve. You're, you're managing some Hall some of Famers. Hall of, Hall yeah. of Famers, and that's that's insane. And and he's he sticks by his team. Of course, we saw it in the Dodgers series at Minute Maid. Mm-hmm. But he's t- maybe too old school. I think so. I I think he hasn't come around to the analytical side yeah. of baseball, um, the side that uses shifts and that plays their pitchers differently. And right. you're not waiting for lefty on lefty. You're yes. not pulling pitchers before there's time before the time. Or even, I mean, maybe you should pull them faster. I don't know. Right. Just, he hasn't. And you know, of course, we want to give him. Be fair. You're only what fifty games into your right. new team. Yeah. It's coming. A team that's coming off this. Big There's dramatic yeah. thing, and he is good for that because yeah. he's beloved across the baseball world. He's really good. For, there are yeah. a lot of positives about yeah. Dusty, and you would hope that James Click is sending him down saying, "Do this, do that," yeah. and you want to give him. He needs time as well. That's only fair to give him time. Um, but it's yeah, that was the t- uh, time I was really maybe this is not. This might struggle going yeah. next season too. Yeah, there's definitely some gel missing mm-hmm. between the team. Something that he's not providing, or that it's just something's not clicking this year. Um, but let's let's make it a little lighter again. Let's talk about Luis Garcia. That's oh yes, Poppy as I called him. <laughs> so I, if you guys listen to the first episode, you know that I listen to the radio. Nana watches yeah. TV, and that's how we we enjoy the games and text each other. And so she's telling me in the Angel series, Luis Garcia is coming in after McCullers. You know, was pulled, and we found out later because he was injury. And I think I asked you, oh, what does this guy look like? And yeah. you sent me the picture, and I, has, I was like, Poppy. Okay, wait. He has the best hair. It like is. it is curly. And long and just exactly not what you would expect. If you hear the word poppy, you understand what Luis Garcia looks like. Like, I just have to imagine that guy is, like, amazing on the... You take him to a planeta somewhere or something, and oh my god, he is killing it on the floor at 2 a.m. He wears, like, the the pointed boots. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what he does. Let's just say in high school... When he was in his teens, he was probably in a ton of quinceañeras. Oh, <laughs> like, hell that's, yeah. that's how I picture was that guy. Mr. Quinceañera. <laughs> yeah, that's what we have to call No more poppy. That's, oh, Mr. Quinceañera. Mr. Q. Is on the, Mr. Quinceañera. I'm going to like, tweet to at the Astros and say, can you please convince Luis Garcia to take number 15? Yes. <laughs> like, so he can be Mr. Quinceañera. Oh my Quinceanera. God, that'd be awesome. But no, he pitched so well in he his did. series against the A's. Um, and and, and I was Angels. Telling, Oh, yeah, against the Angels, too. Both. Yeah. I think he only gave up one run against the yeah, Angels. Yeah, in, like, almost five innings. And 
two runs against the A's? He only gave up, he didn't give up any. He gave up one oh, hit. Oh, you're right, you're right. It was like, it was, oh yeah. Yeah, he only gave up one hit. I think it was amazing. Walks. And just, I was telling Aussie to see him in the dugout just smiling from ear to ear. It was, it was just so cute and we were just so happy for him. Yeah. That was yeah. definitely a bright spot through the losses. It was. And, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about, of course, you know, there's going to be, you know, once the hitters start to get tape of this guy, you know, he's going to have to make right. adjustments. We saw, we, were, we saw that with Belak. Yeah. We're seeing that with Belak. But I, there's a little bit of a swagger to mm-hmm. Luis Garcia. Yeah. And, and very, you know, I think uh, one of in the A's games, he had like a 3-2 count or a 3-1 count. And he's throwing. He's not throwing something. Yeah. It's very Valdez. Like, it's, yes. a, it's a lot like Fromberg. He's throwing something at the corners to see. Because he feels confident. He's yeah. He knows, I'm going to get this pitch. Or, okay, if I walk the guy, like, I'll... I'll uh, trust the defense, go from there, but he is, um, he's, he, he could be a real deal for us. Yeah, I like him. I think he's good. And then Arkady. Arkady, yes. Let's talk about yeah. our, our Mexican fellow folk. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. He's like a, almost an urban legend now just for what he did for us in, in, in the World, World Series. Series. Like this unknown pitcher came into the World Series and pitched so well against the Nats. He actually, I would say, had... One of the better games. I mean, for sure. he definitely pitched better than Cole in game one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, Cole in DC, he got lucky on some of those calls. Yeah. So, pitched better than Verlander. Verlander well, still doesn't have the. Yeah, poor Verlander. <laughs> I know. We'll talk about Verlander when he comes back. Yes. Yeah, Hopefully, we, we got about... some good news about him coming back. That's true. So that's good. Yeah, too. and Altuve as well. Um, so, yeah, there's still, amongst the darkness, there's still a lot. There are some, some good things to look forward to. A lot of good to. things to. to to look forward to for sure um yeah this team is just weird we said they're missing the gel but they're missing like that clutch player yes that um yeah, i don't know just something yes exactly yeah i it's, mean it just looks so different from last year or from 2017 even i mean even 2018, 2018 yeah right exactly i mean because 2018 to me was really about the injuries i mean and also boston having a historic season but if we had not had the injuries we had in 2018, I do think we would have beat Boston for the for the pennant. Um, but we had the injuries, especially at Altuve. I mean, we've seen it across the past few years. When Altuve is out of the lineup, the the team almost always has a losing record. Yeah, I think always they do. Um, because he's the heart and soul of that team, and he's struggled some this year. Obviously, taking the heat for the scandal that, that he didn't even participate in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a whole, the team is in clutch because at times when you have, you know, like the Brantley, Brantley tied the game in Oakland, I think what game two, yeah, and then the bullpen gives it up, right? You know, okay, Luis Garcia is clutch, a guy he's never pitched but above single A, even in the Angels game after McCullers gives up four runs in the first inning, doesn't get an out. This is your first time yeah. pitching, and he keeps it close, and we tie it up, and then. And then the bullpen gives it up. Yeah. So, you know, we every now and then we do have a clutch moment. We have hit into a lot of bad luck. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, the team, it's hard to say clutch city right now. It's Absolutely. really hard to say clutch city. I think the Texans and Rockets can have that pity with us, that pity party. I was actually about to say they can have that title. I was like, can they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe the dash. Yeah. There you go. Dash. Dash. Amen, dash. Yeah. Way to go. There you go. Way to go for the women And their in the tickets world. are cheaper, so that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that overall clutchness. We're, we're, it's lacking this year, and, and we don't know what it is, and hopefully they get it sorted out. 
in the next two weeks before playoffs start because we're absolutely going to make the playoffs. It's just going to be what that looks like, and we'll we'll talk about that. Right. I mean, later. but when our next episode, yeah, I, you know, it could be a it can be drastically different. different. It could be situation. like episode three, the change up part two. Right. I mean, exactly. <laughs> what the hell are we throwing now? You know, <laughs> right. it's just like I don't even know where do I set my glove. I don't know what you're throwing now. <laughs> okay, so Aussie. We've had we've lost nine out of ten, and currently the Dodgers are beating us by four runs yes. in the fit in the sixth inning. Yes, how are you coping? What's going on in your head? Oh man, it is. Well, before I answer that, I guess we should give a little backstory <laughs> in that I am, as a whole, probably not the most optimistic person. So across the you know the past few years, though our team has been dy- dynasty. I would say we're a dynasty. Absolutely. I mean, the Braves are a dynasty with one ring. You know, so it's mm-hmm. we're not even done yet. Yeah. Um, I am usually very negative. Like as soon as um. You know, they, they give up a run. I'm like, game's over. I can vouch this for that. It. I mean, I think... The text ex- messages over the past four years, I can absolutely they're, vouch They're for vicious. That. And poor Nana, usually in the playoffs, and we'll talk about this too in a few episodes, because I'm so superstitious, <clears throat> there are a lot of times I won't watch the games, and then she has to text me updates, but they're very specific rules. Only text me good things, yeah. but then it, you feel like I have to... So it's very hard for her. And on top of that... I'm throwing all of this, like, end of the world <laughs> stuff at her. And I remember very specifically you... The Red Sox. We yes. were playing the Red Sox. So, it was 2017. We are playing the Red Sox. It must have been um, when we clinched, and but they were losing, you know. And so, I'm at work. I'm texting her, and she's texting me back and trying to stay positive. And then you... I was s- like, just come on. It's going to be okay. They're going to pull back. It's going to yes. be okay. And you sent me a text <clears> and you said, talking you and Ian off a cliff wasn't on my agenda today because your husband's texting you. He's oh, my husband same. is the worst. Yes. He's, He's worse than I am. I, I have all my experience from dealing with my husband yes. with, with the negativity. So then only a couple of weeks ago, we're sharing this story and I found out that Nena was driving while yeah. I'm texting her. I had to her. pull over. I actually pulled over to deal <laughs> deal with me because I was just non-stop going off like legit like talking me off a cliff is not an exaggeration yeah. yeah talking talking two people off the cliff while trying to drive would just probably have driven me off a cliff so <laughs> or a frontage road I don't know but yeah so it was best in my best interest to pull over deal with these two drama heads <laughs> yes yes and so this season I think even, I think before the pandemic, I had decided I'm going to be positive this season. Mm -hmm. This is it. I I felt so certain about this season. The pandemic comes. I'm actually kind of grateful because as much as I wanted baseball, it's nice to not be on the verge of a heart attack all the time. So then the season starts. And of course, immediately, as we've known for the record, this is like... If you've seen Airplane, have you seen Airplane? Yeah. Okay. I always tell Stevie, I click the... I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. That's how I feel. I picked the wrong season to be positive. And I just said, the Lord is testing me. And I somehow always like, you know, okay, but we got your key back. Okay, but the bullpen held together. Okay, but Tucker is finally getting it together. We try to go back and forth. You've done such a great job of staying positive. And I can't say that I've been that good this year, but... You've done a very good job. I actually would say you have. And we were just talking about the clutch thing. But we do feel like us together have been clutch. Yeah. It's been so weird that 
the times I have been negative, I'll text her, like, and it really broke in the Angel series, this last Angel series. I think mm-hmm. I finally said, we're losers. This is a loser <laughs> team. They don't even care about winning. And I got back, I'm not stressed. That's what yeah. she texted me. Mm-hmm. And then one game, you texted me, and you said, like, good I'm Lord, done. I'm going to bed. This I'm is done. awful. And then I sent her this long text. I'm like, no, we got to just get to the playoffs. And we Anything happens in the playoffs. We proved that last year. We have a complete team. And it's not bland. Yeah. It's just happening that the moment we need the other to step up, we're yeah. doing it. We're the Astros this season. Yeah. yeah. You ha- we have to be. We have Because we love this team. And regardless if they're winning or losing, I'm still going to watch. I can't stop. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I see some fans. And I get it that, you know, you're trying to just say, okay, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But... If you I, do. I do, exactly. You I've just do. wasted my time. Like, I, if I don't listen to a game, I'm looking at my phone. I just yeah. cannot help it. Yeah. And it's in, I guess, in my heart, I feel like, you know, us and the team set out on a game plan this season. Yeah. And we have to stick to it because this, this was always going to be a difficult season, even if it wasn't a pandemic and it was 160 games. Yeah. Even if we were doing well, it would still be difficult. These guys have to play for a new manager mm-hmm. when they loved AJ Hinch, right? You know, yeah. and and that we we rarely talk about that. What's it like for these guys to having been? You have this beloved manager. He signs yeah. this long contract, and then now you have a new one who you respect, but you don't really know Dusty. You never played for Dusty exactly. before. Exactly. You don't know his style or what. Right. And and I would imagine that you would question him too, even yes. if he is like this world renowned, best baseball coach in the world, which he probably is in the top. I mean, you're you still question his decisions for your team. Right. Right. And you so, know, you have some of your guys you've been with for. You know, Bregman's been with Springer his whole career. Absolutely. And he's a free agent. In Korea. Korea. And- yeah. So you know these things are hanging over it it was always going to be tough even if we were winning of course winning makes you just kind of forget everything else yeah but i mean of course we wanted them to like go in and prove that they were the world series champions that they were in 2017 without quote-unquote cheating and maybe this isn't our year for that and we just have to accept it and see what happens and and like we said before anything can happen in the playoffs we just have to stay positive and hang in our positivities yeah positivities (laughs) Did you guys know positivities is not a word? It's red squiggly lined on my word document right now. <laughs> well, we're as a grammar whole. I don't sometimes. Well, I can't talk about their spelling. I'm a terrible speller. But for the grammar, I can speak to that. It's terrible. Ignore that. That's my advice to you guys. If you can't be positive, ignore words, grammar suggestions. Just don't even look at it. Don't even. You see a green line, laugh at it. No, yeah, it's a joke. Just don't. So that brings us to more light stories about the Astros. We're going to have, this is part of our Astros moment. So just kind of tell a light story of how the Astros have brought some joy to somebody's life, even if it's just one of our own. So Ossie's going to tell her story. Yeah. So we were kind of going back and forth because there are so many that we have being such dedicated fans and going to so many games, but on top of going to so many games, um, I was actually an usher for the Astros for the 2017 and 2018 seasons, um, which was fantastic. If you ever get the chance to do it, it, there really are a lot of positivities to doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But, and I'll, and I'll definitely talk about that, um, across more episodes, um, but when I, I came to being an usher, I had this kind of big thing happen to me, uh, the year before, and I was 
ended up having to do a career change. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I was working the usher and then part-time where I am at now. I'm full-time now, but it was part-time then. Trying to, you know, just kind of feel out what I was going to do. So I worked the Astros and it just kind of happened, lucked out that I'm working the best year of, of our history. Yeah. So we, I work the Astros. I work every playoff series. I put in the hours I can because, you know, I'm also working and then became full-time shortly after I took the part-time position with them. Full-time at my current job, not the Astros, unfortunately. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, daily, or balancing both. We win the World Series, which is amazing. The Astros are fantastic about letting everybody know that they're part of the team, even within their first meeting. But it was always kind of weird because in the first orientation of starting there I start to recognize I'm sitting next to a bunch of 18 year olds and a bunch of retirees and there's you know there's pride in all work but it definitely felt awkward being yeah. my age almost 30 my late 20s and I, you know some people I look a little younger so they're like, oh when do you go to school I'm like no actually <laughs> like I, I don't but if you need help on your homework I can help you um so it was so, you know, always there's just very few handful of people in that age range. Um, we go th- we go through the season, we get a congratulations of being world champions. And then in March, when we're back for our big orientation to prepare for twenty eighteen, we find out about the gift of the World Series rings for even oh, the part timers. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the mass orientation and I remember texting my dad and I said, I think I'm getting a World Series ring. Because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then I find out it was only for people who had hit a certain number of hours. And I was short. And it was crushing. It was definitely, I will admit it was crushing. But I respected it. Because, you know, you want to honor, you know. The people that put in the time. Exactly, exactly. You know, there are a lot of people who do two jobs and, you know, um, or work a full-time job and that one, you know. They just balanced it better than I did or had some other things going on. So... It was crushing, but I tried to respect it. And of course, as we're going on, you know, for like about a month of it already and having started to work games, you hear all about it and then you see them. And of course, they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, it was, you know, I wanted to balance and respect the Astros, but I kind of started to question, I guess, like my role because yeah. it didn't, then it started to be like. You went from being a part of a world championship team to okay, maybe I wasn't. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, where, what part did I fill in, in yeah. this role? And then I, I eventually do get the letter that I'm going to get a ring, that they went back and looked at the people who had, like, other circumstances, whether it was something going on with their health or an extra job or whatever, and they're going to go ahead. And I still have the letter of getting the ring. I actually email my manager to say, did you mean to – I think you maybe mistakenly emailed me is what I told her because I just could not believe it. And, of course, coming from my world of, like, a nonprofit kind of world, I'm more used to spending my own money in my right, job. Yeah. And here is a job saying, we're going to give you this $700 gift. Yeah. I was like, nah, you're, you guys, you're think, definitely going to ask me for $700. So I remember this part of the story. I remember when this happened, and you you told me about the, the letter you got, and you sent me a screenshot of it. And, and you're like, I'm just going to email them back and just say, I think this is a mistake. I was like – Girl, don't you even think about that. <laughs> you will accept this ring. <laughs> well, it's so hard because it was just like, no, I can pay for the ring because that's just like, you're just used to buying your yeah, own things yeah. in, in a nonprofit sector. Um, but it was, and when I finally got it, they had to keep pushing back the, the date for us because what had happened was to really prove how much the Astros are about, the Astros organization really is that team mentality. 
Um, sorry guys, that's an alarm. Um, <laughs> it's inappropriate. Um, they actually had a lot of them ready, but some of them were destroyed in the process of making them. Oh, wow. And they wanted everybody to get their rings at the same time. They didn't mm-hmm. want some people, for those, the next batch of ring yeah, getters, yeah. they didn't want some to have it and the others to have to wait, which I actually think is really fantastic really nice, yeah. for everybody to, to have that together. So we, we didn't get it till the end of the regular season. And I remember picking it up before I went into my full-time job. I got it. I went to my car and I put it on and I see my last name. And it was so overwhelmingly fulfilling. I just, because just see my name associated next to world champions. Yeah. And not to say that that means just because you don't have a real one or something. You know, we all, all the true fans are, you know, we were just talking about, you know, just kind of recognizing that despite the changes, mm-hmm. despite the hardships of this season of the scandal, I mean, it's poignant yeah. that we're talking about this right now. Of course, we beat the Dodgers, but also we just saw all these Dodger fans right. outside protesting us and flying the banners. And here are all these Astro fans just basically saying, kiss that trophy, kiss the yeah. We're still the champions, you know. And yeah. to see your name associated with that was, it, it was to know you're making $8 an hour. You pay for parking as an usher, yeah. you know. And then here is this, and to say you are a World Series champion was... That's pretty awesome. It stays with you forever, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you had that experience, and I'm glad that they they helped out, or like they gave more people the rings. Yes, that's, I think they, awesome. the Astros handled it well. Um, I, I think Jim Crane handled it well. He did, absolutely. To, to gift all those rings and to pay the taxes for the... Full timers, you know they they obviously have very beautiful all all the even even the replicas the I have a replica, yeah. and my sister kind of even asked I think with my sister I'm sure she'll correct me after she listens to the episode. Um, <laughs> what up, Andy? Who kind of asked like or maybe it was my mom I think it was my mom let me say it that way to be safe. You're like oh what are you gonna do with your replica now that you have the the one from the being an usher I was like it, I'm keeping it like that replica is awesome. Yeah. It is a, I saw uh, there's we saw a woman on Twitter who says she wears her every day. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember seeing that. That is like true respect because that is not comfortable. Do you you want to hear a confession? Yes. I didn't go to any of the replica game games. Well, I mean they were very hectic. Do you know why more. exactly? Yeah. Like, it's the same reason I don't go to like midnight mass or. <laughs> Ash Wednesday, because that's when all the people show up. I can't stand. I'm true introvert <laughs> the here. Crowds. I don't want to be around crowds. The only time you'll get me in a crowd is if it's playoff baseball, and I will go to that and we one game. We will talk about that, and I will go straight home. <laughs> it's like midnight mass, our holy place. Like that is. I just can't do it. I'll I'll look at somebody's ring, and that's fine. <laughs> I have tried to look online to see, yeah. and the prices are still a little more than I would be. Yeah. Willing to pay, or I should have asked my one of my coworkers. She said they have like ten. I was like, what? Okay, unless you're wearing one from twenty seventeen. Yeah, because oh, wow. they, her and her family went to like two or three of yeah. them, and I amongst the couple of them, that's you know, awesome. because it was yeah, all yeah. fans yeah. and. Um, well, for those of you out there who do have the replica ring, that is a legitimate ring. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I still have mine on display, even along with the other one that I have. Um, those of you who don't have a replica ring, you cry. I'll just cry. I'm fine. I'll just cry. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're already crying. We're losing 5-1. Like, you really needed to win. It's fine. I have a shirt that says, it's fine. 
I'm fine. It's fine. Everything is okay. Everything's fine. Like, that's that's my life. It's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, that's this season, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, we only have a losing record. It's cool. Still in the playoffs. So, um, let's see. What do we want to do next? We need to bring in Stevie. We need to bring in Stevie. Okay. Stay tuned, guys. We're going to bring in Stevie. So we've brought in Aussie's wife, Stevie. Say hi, Stevie. Hi. And my, my child's in here too, so you might hear her, but I'm going to try to quiet her. But anyway, um, so Stevie is going to introduce a new segment for us. All right, this is going to be the Marisnik Minute. I've always been a big Marisnik fan, loved him out in the field, and we're really missing him. We're missing him, we're missing Kemp. So we're going to be talking about all of our old players, all of our old loves. Dal- Dallas Keuchel, Evan Gaddis, Marwin Gonzalez, McHugh. So we will be checking in and seeing what those guys are doing. And it'll be exactly a minute. So you only have 60 seconds, Stevie. Okay. I can handle that. We'll definitely be only talking about the former Astros that we love, not Mike Fires. Yeah. Mike Fires will not be. he's not on those. That's why I didn't even mention it because we're not going to be talking about that. (laughs) He's like the Yolanda. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude, he's the Yolanda in the Selena movies? Dang. Yeah. He is. Yes. He kind of is. I would need more than a minute to talk about how much I don't want to talk about him during my minute. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Marisnik Minute. Marisnik it is. It'll be by podcast. So, every other podcast, you'll get to hear Stevie check in with our favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to tell us how your Marisnik man is doing? Uh, my Marisnik man is not doing so bad. He's doing pretty well in the minutes right now. Getting some hits in there, which is hard for people to believe sometimes, but it does happen. Um, I actually do like the Mets a lot, and not just because they're not the Yankees, but I have always enjoyed them. So I'm glad that he's on that team. Same thing with seeing happy to see Kemp on the A's. I know we're having a tough time with the A's right now, but i got to love my boy Kemp. So I'm excited to bring that kind of info to you guys, minute or not. All right. Thanks, Stevie. Thanks for stopping in. We'll see you next, next time. All right. All right, thanks to Stevie for coming in and giving us the Marisnik Minute. I think that's going to be a fun segment. Yeah, I hear I usually get the Marisnik 24 hours. So <laughs> <laughs> even though he's not so, obviously not so much, but even, yeah, still so nice now. I think there's a picture of him in the bedroom. There's a picture on the Astros Shrine. I'm, so I kind of wanted to bring up, but I didn't want to bring up that, you know, he had that, that wall incident this week. I know. You know, I don't think she knows about no, that. No, she does. Okay. I sent it to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything bad happens to Rizzi. Do not tell her. Oh, my bad. I wish I'd actually tell the story about when we found out he he got traded and us texting each oh, other yeah, about that's so it. Funny. I was like, what am I going to... I actually think I asked you, what am I going to do? You're like, do I tell her now? Yeah, do I call her while she's at work Do and I wait her? to see her in person? <laughs> I Yeah, oh, man, we got to tell that story. We'll let her tell it in her Marizic yeah, Minute. That will be like. so funny. Yeah. But, so what's coming up next for this little podcast that we're doing? Um, well, definitely, we're getting, I mean, it's crazy to say that the season is almost over, so, you know, we're we're coming back home, which is great for us, love yeah. Minute even without the fans, and we have some very winnable se- series coming up. Yeah, we've got the Rangers, like, seven more games? Yes, and that's the key, you have to win the games you're supposed to win. Absolutely. Put the Mariners away, don't worry about that, and just get your guys back. So, we're yeah. going to have some playoff talk coming for you. Um... And we'll, I think right now, if the season ended, we'd be playing the White Sox first. But we're definitely going to be, we're either going to have to play the A's or the, the Rays. Rays yeah. at, the, at some, I thought I, like, The A's or the Rays at some like point of this. 
at, at in one of these days. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. Um, you know, and that we're not going to have any fear of these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, we there's talk of Verlander coming back soon. Altuve and Blake Taylor should be back um, when we get home. Those are big gets for us. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking about your former MVP player, your ALCS mm-hmm. MVP, your other ALCS MVP, yeah. your Cy Young winner, your your potential, you know, yeah. one of your best rookies. And hopefully, like, some of these guys that just came back, like Bregman. Um, he'll heat up. He'll heat up. Like, he always goes cold, and then he at the end of the season, he heats up. So if he can heat up, like, right before the playoffs start, I think yep. we're still in a good position. Which actually might be better because we've seen, of course, Bregman has those slow starts. But we do see him cool off in the playoffs. Yeah. And a part of it is because he puts so much on himself. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have the best playoffs last, yeah. last season. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, so maybe this will kind of time. And same for Brantley. He cooled off last last playoffs. Yeah. And, and, of course, when you have, even with Altuve's struggles, you have Altuve in the lineup. They're pitching differently right. to, to the batters after, you know, mm-hmm. Yuli and Tucker. Because you know you have to protect, so you're pit- you're just pitching differently to all those guys. Yeah. So getting them back. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll, I'm sure we'll have updates on those guys at the very least. But definitely, I mean, we're gonna have a better sense of the playoffs. Yeah. And and we'll bring that to you and. We'll do that next next episode. More positivity. Yeah. For the next. More one. positivity, less Mike fires. <laughs> yes. I think that should be the motto. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good life motto. <laughs> for uh, sure. Yeah, that is, you want to avoid that for sure. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. This was a good one, I thought. Yeah, we're, yeah, let us know what you're thinking. Yeah, let us know if you think it's good. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow or, or, you know, if you have suggestions or things you'd like to hear about. Um, you know, obviously we have some more things coming up even after the the season for you guys. Hopefully it's a longer one. Yeah. Um, but if you got ideas, things you'd like to hear, just let us know. Shoot us a message. All right. See you guys next time. See you later. Bye.